Hello, you're listening to Artspin on Sunation with myself, Christian, this afternoon. And I'm uh, very happy to be joined here in the studio um, today by writer-director Nora Niasari, who's here to talk to us uh, about her latest short film, Waterfall, which is um, well has been selected for the Melbourne International Film Festival and uh, is about to screen as well, very excitingly, on um, Sunday the 13th and Saturday the 19th of August. So thanks so much for joining us today, thanks Nora. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, so could you tell us uh, just generally about the story of Waterfall, both like the film's narrative, but also the story of making Waterfall? So Waterfall is about a 14-year-old Iranian girl who goes on a road trip with her mother and her mother's Australian fiancé. Um, and it's really about the tension that arises between those family members within this claustrophobic environment through a road trip through an Australian rainforest. Mm. And... Uh, uh, the journey of the film, uh, I wrote the script in August 2015 and then we were lucky enough to get funding through Screen Australia in November t- 2015 and we finished it about a year later. So, yeah, it took about a year to finish, but not full-time. You know, we had, you know, patches of activity and, yeah, it was a really exciting process. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I, I think, like, quite a few films are working mm-hmm. that way, sort of, yeah, you say, yeah, what? Took you, yeah. oh, not non-stop, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You have, like, other yeah. things on the go, so, yeah. Yeah, we had about a four-day shoot, and, you know, we, we had a lot of pre-production, actually, because it was all set in a car, so we had to do a lot of um, preparation in terms of the camera rigs and, um, you know, traffic management and casting and all those fun things you do before a film. Oh, okay, right. Oh, yeah. So, like, quite a few logistical challenges as well with yeah, this particular one. Yeah, of course. One. Right, yeah. But yeah. still definitely I still definitely worth all those logistical challenges for, like, this was definitely the film. We wanted to be in the car for a lot of it. And, yeah, definitely yeah, the one absolutely. you wanted to make. I mean, that was the main challenge of the film because I, I was the only one that could be in the car with the actors. And then the rest of the crew were in a follow vehicle with like a wireless uh, monitor and it was, you know, breaking up. We were in the middle of this rainforest. And yeah, it was definitely a challenge to, you know, for communication with the other crew. But, you know, it was, it was a really fun, exciting process. And, you know, the more pre-production you have for a film, the better prepared you are for those, you know, surprises on set. <laughs> mm. Because, yeah, things... Would you say you've ever um, worked on a film where, let's say, at least most of the things have... Well, certainly, probably certainly not where everything's gone to plan, like, exactly. Mm. But is is that a sense that you're sort of getting that, like, a lot of shooting is about, mm. yeah, responding to those un- unexpected occurrences or, yeah? Yeah, I mean, as much as you plan, there's always, you know, something that surprises you and you really have to act on your instincts and problem-solve in the moment. Uh, for example, on this shoot, you know, as I said, it was, you know, close to winter and we were on these roads in, in Warburton and a tree fell on our travel path. And so we, we had to sort of find another route and we were kind of stalled. And then so we had to sort of come up with another schedule and another plan for what to pick up in the time that, you know, we had somebody lift that tree and it was yeah and then it started raining <laughs> but um but actually yeah you know we we sort of took that challenge on and the rain actually added a lot more to the tone and feeling of the of the journey so oh, okay yeah. that's, 
Oh, mm. the, um, the journey depicted in the film? and Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah just mm. the visual, you know, the visuals with the rain and... Yeah, yeah. Shooting in the rainforest does sound. I mean, mm. I guess it sounds like a bit of a funny thing to say, like, "Oh, we were we were shooting in the rainforest and mm. it rained and we didn't know what to do." But, <laughs> but yeah, like it's if that unpredictability can like add to the film as well as inconvenience you, um, then yeah, yeah, totally. Hmm. I mean, I think that you have to take on those challenges and turn them into a positive for the film rather mm. than sort of getting bogged down, you know, in negative because you just don't have time on set. You just have to act really quickly because you have to make the most of the performances and, um, you know, all of those amazing people that you're working with to create the images. So that's the most important thing. Mm, yeah, mm. And, and the sounds as well. Of course, course. yeah, the yeah, sound. Yeah. Which was also tricky because the sound recorders couldn't be in the car, so he just rigged the car with mics. And um, this is getting really technical. <laughs> just, Tell us I'm more. Just going yeah, yeah. Meandering into technical things, but mm. yeah, it was it was definitely a challenge, but it, I think it really paid off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, could you tell us a bit about yeah the cast and crew, the the people you sort of referred to there as like the yeah. great people that you were working yeah. with and you wanted to get the best out of? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of the cast, uh, there was a fourteen-year-old young actress. She's very talented. Um, her name's Asal Shanaveh. She's um, Iranian background and she's been in one other feature film called Ali's Wedding which is you know coming to cinemas soon uh and this was her second role so yeah it was really exciting to um to develop the character with her and then you know she had a little bit of experience and then the the woman who played her mother had no acting experience she was like you know middle-aged and uh it's very hard to find Iranian women in that age pool so we just spent two months like looking for her and you know did a lot of rehearsal uh, once I had the whole ensemble together. And the male actor is Greg Stone, who's a quite a well-known theatre, um, television and film actor in Australia. So it was a really interesting combination of performances and, yeah, they just hit it off and it was I was really lucky to have them. In terms of the crew, I um, worked with the producer uh, Mary Minas and, yeah, we, we really kind of worked on the film from the very, you know, from one of the earliest drafts of the script uh, and the cinematographer was Sherwin Akbazadeh, who's also Iranian, and we worked on my previous film together, so we had a kind of synergy and, you know, aesthetic sensibility that we were sort of developing over time. And um, Leah Popple was a production designer. Anyway, there's a lot of really amazing people. <laughs> if I just <laughs> mentioned everybody, I would take up the entire interview. <laughs> but yeah, we mm. had an amazing team, but it was pretty small given, you know, the conditions of the shoot because we, you know, we were in cars and such. So we had, you know, a skeleton crew, maybe 12 people. 12, mm. Yeah. Also just wondering, I guess, about the role that the waterfall plays both literally and symbolically within the story and mm. I guess like how you've sort of been conceptualising that from the beginning and yeah. how that informed the writing process. And, yeah. Well, I mean, waterfall is, is kind of a metaphor for the sort of this idyllic place that the family wants to get to, you know, at the beginning of the journey. But, you know, they get lost and uh, lose touch with technology and sort of forced to confront how they feel about each other, how they really feel about each other. And I'm not going to give away the film. <laughs> but yeah, the waterfall is really kind of a metaphor for, for, this, for this place that they're striving towards. But, you know, complications arise and, you know, we can't always, you know, reach the, you know, ideal 
scenario in our families you know there's always complexities especially with like cross-cultural families and like step families and uh you know because it's really about the girl struggling to accept this new man as her you know father new father figure um and you know vice versa and how each person is really dealing with that situation Hmm. and um if i can get a little bit (laughs) philosophical here for a second um why a waterfall um as as a Mm. symbol for where where the family this kind of idyllic uh yeah idyllic place that this family wants to go to or wants to get to yeah well um Hmm. i mean part of the script was inspired by a family road trip that i had myself in hawaii and the destination were these incredible waterfalls so i mean part of it was was sort of based on my personal experience Hmm. but also it's just like a beautiful destination quite idyllic so it just it just felt right for the story and oftentimes when you're traveling through those kinds of terrains those are the landmarks that you sort of look for so i it just felt right Hmm. Mm -hmm. you mentioned before that uh it was very difficult to cut to find um an iranian woman of a certain of like a middle-aged iranian woman um to act in the film i mm-hmm. suppose mm-hmm. yeah why, why is that exactly would you say honestly there's just not that many you know iranian origin actors i mean i've had quite a lot of experience now with um you know i've made three or four short films uh with iranian migrants or afghan migrants and i feel like yeah i know the talent pool <laughs> and that's definitely a bracket that's um yeah difficult to find because a lot of iranian migrants are either you know, super young, they come here as kids or they come here, like, as students, university students. So it's it's a bit more rare for someone to have come, you know, in their, in their 40s. It's just that at that time, those migrants are much more settled in their lives. For example, in Iran, it's, you know, it's, it's a big challenge to kind of migrate and start a new life, and I guess that's the reason. <laughs> hmm. Right, so I'm just also curious, like, with the casting of it, I mean, mm-hmm. when... Like filmmakers are casting children. I, I guess like that, that, that's where it's more common to sort of do like this open casting thing, and you're mm-hmm. a lot of the time going to cast someone who yeah. hasn't acted on screen before. Yeah. Yeah. Not so common, I mm. guess, with sort of that middle age bracket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to, what was it like casting this particular role then? Well, uh, honestly, like I mean, when Gitty, her name's Gitty Madani, and mm. when she came into the audition, uh, and she, you know, I asked her about her life and her backstory and. It was actually very similar to the backstory of the character in the film, and she had a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of similar experiences. And I just felt that she could relate to the character more than anyone that I auditioned. And she, yeah, she had a very committed and um, sensitive nature to the role. So it just felt like the the right choice. And she really rose to the occasion. Like in the film, I don't think anyone can really tell that you know she, it's her first film, but. Um, yeah, it was wonderful to to work with her. I love working with non-actors. I mean, it's a challenge, but it's pretty rewarding as well when you when you see the results, and it's really an exciting journey. Have you worked with a lot of non-actors? Yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I've made like five drama shorts. All of them had non-actors. I mean, mm. not the full cast, but mm. there was definitely like a mix. Uh, yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah, what is it about, uh, apart from sort of what you've already mentioned, that um, mm. what is it about them that you sort of gravitate towards, I guess, both um, in terms of enjoying working with them but mm. also, yeah, wanting to cast them in the first place? I mean, you know, because I work within, you know, migrant communities telling cu- cross-cultural stories within my drama work, you know, oftentimes there aren't experienced actors 
in those age groups um, that can give an authentic portrayal of, of that character. Uh, mm. And so, you know, I would rather train a non-actor, or not really train, but just kind of, I guess, Coach, give them sure. some guidelines or, yeah, do some improvisation. And, yeah, there's a bit of coaching involved for sure. I'd rather do that than cast someone who's not of that culture and has a better probably performance experience, but it definitely comes across as inauthentic on screen. So, yeah, I mean, I'd rather do that. And, I mean, some of the films that I've made were with kids and teenagers and, you know, generally they're not, you know, superstar actors. So, <laughs> um, mm. yeah, there's, a you know, that kind of challenge, but I love it. Mm. You know, if there's time then it's my definite preference because you really do need time for rehearsal and character exploration in those situations. Mm. Mm. And this is like the, the pre-production uh, yeah, stage we're sort of talking about? Yeah, the pre-production stage, mm. yeah. Um, has it ever, I mean, as, as wonderful as, as it has been, as you said, like to work with these, uh, with these actors mm. or non-actors rather, has it ever sort of uh, like made the filming process take longer at all or has that, that extra time kind of all been already spent in the pre-production stage because you've been prepared for, yeah, for them not, not to like have the same kind mm. of level of experience as the, as, the other act, as the actors, yeah. You know, it really depends on the person. I mean... Sometimes actors who are like super experienced, that can also be problematic because they have so many preconceptions um, and they, they have trouble kind of acting on their instincts. But it really depends on the, on the actor and sometimes they overact. And um, so, yeah, you have to sort of pull back the performance in each take. And, but I think the main factor is in the casting. Like, I think if you cast the right person for the role you've done sort of 90% of the job after that it should be easy if you chose the right person but I mean it hasn't really been more time consuming to be honest uh I guess because of the preparation and because of the yeah I'm really picky about the casting so as long as you have that in place then I think it's um yeah and also if you have patience you have to have a certain amount of patience to work with to work with any actor I think and and also just a kind of empathy and understanding and you really need to know your script back to front because, you know, that's where most of the answers are mm. to performance clues and subtext and all of those things. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you, you wrote the script, of course. So, but yeah, then, but, I mean, I, but even if you yeah. don't write the script, I mm. mean, as long as you break it down and understand what's really going on beneath the surface, then that's, the, you know, the first step to finding the right actors for the script. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today, Nora. Yeah, were there any last things you wanted to say about Waterfall or um, about any future projects you've got coming up or, um, yeah, anything else you've got on the go at the moment? Um, I mean, regarding Waterfall, uh, yeah, so we've got two screenings and it's the world premiere. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) On Sunday, there'll be an intro. I'll be there with some of the other short film directors. Hmm. Um, So that would be the the main screening and then next Saturday is a kind of repeat screening, but... Yeah, it would be amazing to have a full audience. I'm a bit nervous about <laughs> about the screening, but um, oh. yeah, because it's the first one, hmm. the first public screening. But um, in terms of other projects, I'm developing a documentary in Iran and also writing a few feature scripts, so keeping busy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. Well, 
thank you so much again and uh, good luck with the world premiere as well I hope you're not too nervous when you get up there as well uh, to introduce the film <laughs> thanks so much and I hope you're happy with the reception as well the audience reception yeah thanks once you put it in front of them absolutely um, <laughs> it's not mine anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's out there <laughs> yeah this like a year or so of your life that is yeah. just 15 minutes exactly um, yeah. it's, it's crazy right mm, mm. yeah <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, when you put thanks. it that way. Yep. <laughs> thanks again. Thanks, Christian.